This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Hey, Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. I'm really excited. We've got an announcement today. We have our first sponsor of Very Bold Radio and Podcast, and it's Brian Marley with Freedom Solar Power. Uh, so I'm just real excited. So I want to ask Brian Marley, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Man, I'm doing fantastic. Are you kidding? This is fun. <laughs> this is really fun. This is exciting just to see, uh, man, have you come on board. Yes. And uh, I just want people to get to know you and to know a little bit about what you can do also. So let's just start with, I mean, tell us a little bit about how God kind of brought you here uh, to San Antonio, New Braunfels and everything. How did that happen, Brian? It really kind of started back when I just recently uh, lo- relocated to uh, San Antonio area. Before that, it started with like snowpocalypse. Yeah. And I was in Arizona. Okay. And I was just like, okay. At that point in time in my life, it was, things were not going. I was in, I've been in IT for over 20 years. And it was like I got started getting traded like a baseball card. Okay. It was like this, that. It was like working from recruiter to recruiter. And the last job that I had, I was working for doing kind of like – buying and procurement for the uh, Arizona Department of Transportation. Okay. So that was a blessing during that time during yeah. COVID. I'm like, okay, we're locked down. We're going to do this. I had to go into the office. But then things just got a little – weren't as good as it. It was just stagnant. Okay. And then it was just like, okay, literally a knock on the door. Yeah. So I got a knock on the door. I'm like, hey, I'm here for an interview. Okay. Who are you interviewing for? Come to find out. It was for my job. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it right now. <laughs> what? Yes. I was working over – I could only bill 40 hours. I was working like 60 hours just to keep them happy. Yeah. And then I was like, no, this isn't going to be good. So I became the scapegoat for all the global supply chain breakdown, everything. I'm like, okay, I guess this is the sign that I need to go. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Knock on the door. Yeah. yeah. And then it was just like a friend. It was like kind of weird. It was like I got a cold during that time. And a friend called me from Wisconsin, one of my old buddies, yeah. and he was talking about solar. I'm like, yeah, if you're going to do solar, uh, you need to get solar in a battery system. And I started researching it. Okay. I'm like, okay. This, and then Snowpocalypse kicked in. I'm like, well, why don't I just do this? I'm like, So were you still in Arizona? I was, still, I was still in Arizona. And Snowpocalypse hit. hit. Yeah. And so then what, what was the next step for you? We were kind of like, I wanted, we've always been kind of talking about to move to the Texas. Okay. But I'm like, you're not a Texan though. No, no. I'm you're not. from the North, right? I, I grew up in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Then in 07, I moved to, uh, the Arizona. Okay. I mean, I literally took all my belongings and a little, uh, little, like, what was it? Uh, Nissan Pathfinder. I had my ATV chairlet. I built up the thing like wagon train West. Yeah. All my belongings all packed in there. Barely enough room for me to drive. Yeah. Realize that you cannot overload a trailer going up a mountain. That's a bad thing. <laughs> the engine was revving up to the, to the moon. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I started there and like I knew one guy that I used to work with. That was it. And then everything just kind of started to slowly click into place. And it was a good time. I had bought a couple houses, did this thing. I'm like, yeah. okay, this is good. But it was just like, this isn't it. Yeah. I was like the church I was with. I'm like, okay. It was just, it felt kind of stagnant. I'm like, okay, I need it's something Stagnant more. is that word again, it yeah. seems. Yeah. And it's just like, but this was this. I thought I could just – it's just like after hearing the thing and then what was going on with Snowpocalypse, what was going on in my career, I'm like, this is obviously a sign. I'm like, all right, so let me do some research. So I started doing research. I'm like, who can give us the best solution in the market? So I found that company. I'm like, okay. who could I go and work for? And then I found Freedom Solar. I'm like, these guys are phenomenal. 
They had all different kinds of areas. They could say you could go to, to Dallas. You could go to Austin. You could go to San Antonio. You could go to Houston. I'm like, I'm not going to Houston. There's too many hurricanes <laughs> and it's too humid. I'm like, nah, nah, that's not a good look for me. I'm going to go to San Antonio. I was like, that's affordable right there. I can go to the beach. <laughs> I think I can do that. So, yeah, literally I applied for a job, w- yeah. went through an interview. Like, like I have two little kids and a barky dog. So they're all at home. Like my kids are doing online Your school. wife too. You, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Go on. So I'm in my car. I set, I go to Costco, get this little mount, the mount my little camera and we had to do a Zoom call. So I do a Zoom call with my area sales manager. Yeah. And I was like, okay, great. We do another one. I was, so that was, I took the day off doing a bunch of interviews and then I did another one where I'm like, took time off. Like at lunch, I met with him again and then they said, yes, we'd like to offer you this position. This is great. Come on out here. So I'm like, we want to get out here really quick. So like in April, it was like April 4th was like my first day. I drove over here. April 5th was my first day at work. Wow. Yeah. So literally I still had – I had to drive my wife's Subaru in the U-Haul because we had to put everything in a pot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Driving to Austin like, oh, yeah, we're going to go meet in Austin. So the first time we're going to Austin with the U-Haul still in the back, there's still like a little pick uh, – our counter table is still hooked on the rack. Yeah. And I'm like just diving in the deep end. I'm like, oh, my gosh. What am I doing? Wow. And it's just this been kind of this leap of math of faith. I'm like, okay, let's let's do this. Well, I love a leap of faith. Yes. I love a leap of faith, especially when I feel like God is on the other end saying, come on, come on out on that water. But that must have been what it felt like for you. Yeah, and bit. it was like that when I was in church. I mean, it was this point in time I'm like, what are we going to do? And I just felt God talking to me. I'm like, okay, it's like kind of like Mission Impossible. Like press this button if you accept this mission. I was like, yeah. all right, like let's do this. Click. And like, boom, and then just magically doors opened up. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit more about that because uh, a lot of my listeners, I mean, we we talk about Christian difference makers and mm-hmm. we talk about the difference God makes. And I want my listeners and our viewers to be hearing the voice of God. Mm-hmm. I want him involved in their lives. So what did it look like for you when you felt like God was guiding you to this brand new big thing? It was just kind of like a, like everything was kind of lining up so perfectly. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know where I landed. I just kind of like, okay, this will kind of work. Yeah. Come to find out, like, I landed on, like, the Super Bowl of all Super Bowl teams. Is that for right? For solar. Oh, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> the devil is definitely in the energy business. Some of the things are a little unreputable, what's going on there. So okay. it's, like, one of the most reputable, has the best reputation. And I, I didn't know what I had. I didn't know I landed on the most professional team. Yeah. It was really hard, kind of a transition. But, yeah. But God, in that time in church, it was – just like a piece. I'm like, okay, this is my calling. I'm trying to yeah. do different things. And like in Arizona, just wasn't, I couldn't get any real traction. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to move to a place where I don't know anybody. I mean, I have one friend who's like in Dallas, but that's not going to help. Wow. That's I, a big move. Yeah. I rented a house. Never even seen just from online. Like I just found a realtor. Yeah. Here, just find me a house in Sibyl. My wife did some research. I'm like, yeah. all right, we'll go to Sibyl. That seems good. Yeah. But we kind of want to go to New Braunfels, like kind of maybe in that area. Yeah. And that's what we, we want the, the church. How did you wind up at our church? My I'm so went, glad you did. But. Yeah, my wife picked it up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She just go online and look around? Yeah, she kind of looked around, kind of said the vibe and kind of see what it is. And then everybody was really welcoming from the first time when we just walk in the church. And it's always kind of different because the church that I left in Tempe, Arizona, yeah. I was like – I started off like seven years there. I was on the safety team and yeah. did all this other stuff. So I was like, I was kind of a, kind of a big deal in that little area. And yeah. I was like, nobody knows me here. Like, yeah. Just sit down here and just – but I love going the fact of like when I first started my whole walk with God, I was like at first when I was like in early like oh seven oh eight, I couldn't go to church by myself. I couldn't do it. It was yeah. just like uh, I need so I used to like lean on my wife and then do that. 
And then I started volunteering for things and going to different things. Yeah. I went and did like, uh, I think, what was like alpha, like to kind of lead people like non-believers into uh, leading into the alpha the course. Yeah. Okay. Is that what it's called? I mean, I there's a course the, called the alpha there's, course. There's a thing like alpha course. Yeah. Where it was like okay. bringing like letting non-Christians kind of get to know, get to know God. Right. And I did that like two years in a row. And I'm like, right. oh, now I'm starting to find my stride here. Like, wow. Before I'd never go, like go into a movie by yourself. I'm like, I, I used to never do that. And I'm like, now I'm like, never go to church by myself. I'm like, now nah, I'm doing this all by myself. It's <laughs> week after week after week. Just, I miss not going. It became, it felt alive. And like, yeah. It was like, this is it. And how, like, well, back up for a second. Okay. How did your faith walk? You mentioned, how, how did it start? I mean, did you grow up in the church? Yeah, did I, grew you... up, I grew up in the church. I grew okay. up in the church all the way through, like in Minnesota. Yeah. It was a Methodist church, but it was a very big, big, big like a big monolithic church. I mean, if you're just going to draw a picture of a major church built of stone columns and an organ size of two, <laughs> two stories high, I yeah. mean, there's like million dollar paintings in this art gallery there. It was like one of the famous people that created like the Radisson Hotel. He was like one of the great founders, okay. contributors there. It was like a big deal. Yeah. In like Minneapolis. But it was always kind of like, it was really shallow. It was very, okay. sh- very superficial. They didn't really dig deep into the word. Okay. It was just kind of like warm and fuzzy. Cause I was kind of like walking through my motion. Like that's kind of going through the motion, going through the motion. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. like go to church, but there's, there's no real, no, like, no, no, no. So what, what happened? Like, did you come to the point of like, man, there's gotta be more Were you, I mean, how did you feel like, okay, God, come on, where are you? What's the, yeah, it was just a kind of point when I, when I left Minnesota, I mean, it was just like, okay, it was, it, it's, there's a lot of things that just need to change. There's okay. a lot of turmoil. I'm like, I got married for a week. I mean, it's literally like a, a true Hollywood. I got married. Yeah. She che- found out she cheated on me. Like two weeks later, it was over. I'm like, okay, this is crazy. So, Wait, what? Yes. 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 What? Yeah. It was a story like, what was it? Like the early 2000s-ish. I, oh, my gosh. I was dating somebody. Yeah. And I found out she, she lied to me. We went on the honeymoon. Everything was great. I went on an ATV trip. And I found out she was cheating on me the whole entire time. Oh my god! And then I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna pack my stuff and then leave." And I dang. Like, and I, you remember them like in most movies, you see a person crying naked on the bottom of a shower. Yeah, that was me. That was you. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like crying on my wow, mom's bro. couch for like because I didn't want. I was like I was like almost twenty, almost thirty something at the time, and I didn't want to go back into my mom. So I just stayed on the couch for like six months. And just cried. And they figured wow. out. That was the best blessing ever. Really? The best blessing ever. Tell us why, Brian. She was crazy. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> literally, I went to put her on my insurance company and I found out everything was a lie. Oh, my God. It's like she had like her license was revoked and I just trusted her. I was so naive back okay. then. Okay. I'm like, this is not good. Like when we lighted the unity candle, it didn't light. <laughs> now that should tell you something right there. Like God's like, hold oh, no. on, we were supposed to. There was a bunch of red flags. You should have seen these red flags. Jump off the bus, but we got to go through this here, buddy. But no, that was wow. So yeah, it was a, a really kind of hard time. There's a lot of hard things that kind of came up to this. Okay, I mean, I had cancer like right re- recently. You had cancer. I had cancer. Yeah, I had like a cancerous tumor in my knee. So like a little bit after I got married, my 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 first son is. Getting, You're talking about your second marriage now. Yeah, this is my second marriage. Okay, the first All one right. only lasted like two weeks and right. took a bunch of paperwork to get out of that deal. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm I'm curious. I want to hear yeah. about the cancer, but I'm yeah. also curious. Like sure. after an experience like that, yeah. it would be hard to trust trust someone. I feel like it was. It was. It was. I was kind of damaged. Yeah. Deeply damaged. So how did that kind of happen? Um. It just kind of took time. This okay. kind of let a lot of it go. Yeah. I mean, there's just, there's lots of things I was holding on to, just anger about. Sure. 
family stuff, not the best relationship with my dad. And I just let it go. I just started letting a lot of things go. Wow. Yeah. Did Was God helping you to do that or was that just uh, Brian Marley sort of like – No, it was I'm always God. Gonna, I mean it was just kind yeah. of more God always kind of working in that. God never let me go. Even on the darkest days, I'm like – he'd come bail me out. I'm like, oh, 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 come here, buddy. Yeah. This is like from this car accidents where it, it should have died and I didn't die. Wow. From these kind of things. I mean so God's always been there. Yeah. And he's always been kind of looking out for me and just kind of like, oh, I'm giving you enough room to kind of like, like a kid riding a bike and he's going to crash. I'm like, you're going to crash a little bit, but eventually started figuring it out. Yeah. I started making better choices in life. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And started going on the right path and not to, trying to hit the easy button all the time. So Carrie must be a pretty phenomenal woman. I'm, I'm guessing if she like won your heart or earned your trust, yeah. you let it go. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was one of like really got me into like the church. She was going to a church here in Tempe and was like, oh, I just went with her because I wouldn't go by myself. But I'm like, right. I'm like, all right, let's do this. Right. And this started going, going through those processes. And then like re- right after we got married, I found out I had cancer. She's like, there's a lump on your knee. I'm like, wow. what's that? It looked like, it's like put to you like size of a softball on the size of my knee. Oh my goodness. And it's just like, oh my goodness, what's this? I'm like, well, let me go get insurance real quick. <laughs> so I got some life insurance before I went to the doctor. I'm like, yep. I looked down the line. I'm like, this might be cancer. And it was. Wow. But the blessing of it is, is like, she had a good job uh, and had good insurance. So I was able to go to the Mayo Clinic. So literally the Mayo Clinic, I mean, if you're going to. Right. This just happens to be, there's only two places in the country that, well, they have three locations. They have one in Rochester, which is kind of far from Minnesota. They have one in Scottsdale, which, which I was like right in the metro area there. And they right. had one in like, uh, Florida. So I just happened to be in the best place that they have a location. And yeah. the guy who did my surgery was like the guy who wrote the books for weird bumps and lumps and he took care of me. Wow. Okay, so what what kind of process? What what sort of emotions were you feeling during all that? Oh man, that was a. There's lots of panic attacks. Yeah, I mean, just driving around and just randomly starting crying. I'm like, I'm gonna get married and have a kid, and I don't know if I'm gonna live or die. I don't know if I'm gonna lose my leg. Yeah, I mean, it was just a lot of emotional stuff. Right, a lot of crying. <laughs> right. How did you, man? So how did you get through that? Um. It's time, healing, prayer, a lot of prayer. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know if at a point in time when I was going to be, I was like really good in like track and fast. Okay. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to walk again more or less ride wow. a mountain bike. Right. And then this through restorative healing, they took, told the tumor, they shrunk it down, like chemo radiation, lots and lots of radiation. Yeah. I'm like the lifetime maximum of radiation I should do no more. Okay. But it did a lot of damage on my leg. Oh, man. So it tore up my leg. At one point in time, there was about a gash, maybe about a foot long, and it wouldn't heal. Yeah. And it just had to wait for like a number of different surgeries to go into it. So they had to take part of the skin from my knee all the way up to my, my hip and kind of use it as a graft to kind of fill in the thing because the tissue just from the radiation uh, dissipated. Wow. But yeah. they were there all the time. Well, now I can run and ride my bike. You can run? Bike. Yeah. Yeah. My kid's still eh, – I'm still kind of fast, but not as fast as my kid now. So they're getting faster. They're getting faster. <laughs> they're getting faster. <laughs> My oldest, he's like out there running every morning, running laps in the cul-de-sac. I'm like, all right, where to go? <laughs> they get your speed. Uh, I think they're probably going to get probably get my speed. We play a lot of soccer, okay. so I think that will be probably kind of good. But okay. I was like, yeah, but it was just such a blessing. Instead, if it would have happened ten years earlier, yeah, you would have lost your leg for sure. So just really? the right timing of the, the technology, everything like that. Yeah. I was able to to keep my leg and do everything like that. And my only real drawback is now I wear compression shocks. I'm like, nice little shiny. Compression socks. I'm like, yeah, that's it. Where compression stops and stop drinking. I'm like, which was it? because the drinking part. I wasn't really a big drinker anyhow. Yeah. I'd have a beer every once in a while, but yeah. it messed up my electrolytes so much that okay. I started to have super bad leg cramps. I'm like, okay. the, the juice is not worth the squeeze. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I don't want any part of that. And I just like, I just drink sparkling water now. Yeah, it's so much fun. I like drinking 
little bougie sparkling water from Germany for this and that. I'm like, I'm having a good old time. It's, right. It's great. Right. Wow. Okay. So um, talk to us again. Catch yeah. us up then. Sure. You wind up in Texas yeah. and you're with uh, Freedom Solar Power. Yeah. And uh, you get started, but it's a brand new field for you. Yes. Right? So yes. I imagine there were some uh, bumps in the road along the way. <laughs> You're, you're laughing. Tell us about it, Brian. I can literally write a book what not to do and okay. start a new career. <laughs> okay. Tell us a little bit about that. They had they were they were they were very trusting. It's very hard after being twenty years. I did sales like in the early part of my life. It was like from sixteen to like the early twenties or whatever. Yeah. And then by like the two thousands ish. I got off and went into IT because it was just in Minnesota. I was just too much everything. I was too too young, too this, too whatever. It just didn't like it. Yeah. Didn't work out too well. So then I did IT, and then I come back into sales after this long gap. So it's kind of hard to get back into that world. And I didn't realize I'm like on the like the most professional like like being on like a major league baseball team. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I didn't realize how good you guys really are. And I thought <laughs> I could wing it a little bit, and I didn't do the homework in the okay. beginning. Okay, it's like and just trying to like memorize the presentation. I'm like, I, I'm, I really struggled in school. Okay. So like, uh, I don't know if I can do this. I can't really memorize a poem. Okay. Right. So like, I didn't know how to, I didn't have the skills. And one of the guys showed me how to write it out, to do this, put it in your own words, step by step by step. But literally, I'm Good. new city, don't even have furniture, barely just got internet. So I'm on a pile of boxes. Oh my goodness. I'm working on a laptop and a pile of boxes, trying to learn this job as quickly as I can. My family still hasn't come over yet because they're waiting for like the pods and do some things there. Yeah. And I got to get it done. So I'm like until like midnight, one o'clock, just studying every night, every night, every wow. night, just trying to figure this out, not to fail. And it was a little rough. It was a little rough. It was a yeah. little rough. If anybody ever saw the movie, uh, The Pursuit of Happiness. At some point in time, my boss walks me out in the warehouse, and it's like the pursuit of happiness speech. I'm like, uh, we don't know if you're really going to make it. This is maybe not the thing for you. Uh, we're going to give you – we're just not seeing the level. You're not progressing the level to where you're at right now. We're going to basically give you down to like four customers. We're kind of like – they call it pitches. We're going to give you like four times to do this if it doesn't work. If you can't close something within the – What? In four pitches. Yep. They give me a four-pitch count. I'm like, if that's it, we're going to have to call it – we're going to have to call it quits. I'm like, okay. What was your, what were you feeling emotion wise then? It's just kind of like when you got, you know, you're going to like go to the principal's office or something like that. Your stomach tightens up yeah, and yeah. whatever. And you just dig real deep and it's like, and I'm, but I'm thinking the point, my wife was telling me, God didn't bring you this far just to fail. I love it. And I'm like, you didn't go jerk. like, I'd like, like the Vikings, like, why were the Vikings so successful? I'm like, I think I heard like they'd like go to a new place and they burned the ship. Well, I already did that. I sold the house, took the barky dog. I did everything. There's no yeah. going back. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I didn't come here to fail. I didn't come here to be like. I thought you were talking about the Minnesota Vikings for a no, minute. No, I, I was really talking, did. Did you, Marksman? <laughs> I was like, no. I was talking about like. I was the, like, I was trying to think when they were successful <laughs> recently. I was like, hey, I know this guy didn't know Fran Tarkenton. It's been a little <laughs> while since the Vikings have been really yeah. successful. Yeah. All right. So you're talking about the Vikings of yeah, yeah. old. Of old okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, burn the ships, the whole mm -hmm. thing. I think Cortez did that too. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah a lot of guys did that yeah. back then. And yeah, I, I so like, you you were like, man, we burned the ships. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and it was wow. What happened? Then it just like then it just kind of you had four. I had four. Did I mean you had to get how many out of those four? I had to get one out of the four. Okay, one out of the four. The first lady, I did, wow. she was like a pressure, a, an angry Filipino lady that was like, wow, this is rough. <laughs> I still remember Grace. I love you, but she was, she was challenging. And then the second guy, he bought the house on my birthday. I'm like, okay, it's like April 27th. I'm yeah. like, man, I love that. I'm like, he just got his house. His yeah. name is Greg. And I'm like, boom. 
was like, I'm going to meet with you up for it. And then he got sick. I'm like, okay. So I did it virtually. The first time I'm trying to do this thing, yeah. and he was my very first client. Yeah. And I was like, bam, that was it. And like, God's like, I got you. You, you got it? I that got was it. The one? That was the one? That was the one. That's the one that kind of took all the asterisks oh, off my name. Man, thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I was like, well, we don't know. It is just. Wow. Yeah. And then from there, did you not tell me off the air that you're like the number one guy right now? Yeah, right now. I, 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 I mean, I did a sales meeting today. And you, you went from that speech and yes. movie like, yes. this is it. Yes. You got one out of the four. You didn't get two out of the four or three out. You just need to get one. I just need to get one. And you got that one. Yes. Okay. And now you told me this morning, yes. you're number one. Explain that. Cause if anybody from your company is watching, I want to make sure I understand exactly what do you, what do you mean you're the number one guy right now? Well, right now for like, what does that mean? Based off of like contract schools, like customers that we help, that we have, we put under contract and yeah. help them. So right now I started like a phenomenal, it was kind of, God's been working in my life again. I love it. So there's a, there's a, I, I don't want to give too much information, but a client, a yeah. group of clients, yeah, be careful. A, a church plant came from California. Okay. And Californians love solar. Oh yeah. They yeah. love solar. And yeah. so they had like this beautiful dream house. I'm like, okay, this will be work perfect. So I helped them with their, getting solar on their dream house. Yeah. And they said, we're doing a church plant. I'm like, great. Can you give, I have a friend that. Refer, there's like 25 of them. So I became like their solar guy. So I did one. Oh my God. And then they referred me to another one. Yeah. And I was like, and I made a little mistake. I, you're supposed to put the solar panels or the best on, perform on the best on the south, but the south part of their house is like the front of their house. Okay. Uh, we got to get to do a reason. So I had to come back. I'm like, well, ma'am, we got to do this. You kind of got me off my game a little bit because nobody's made me do this. So I'm like, it's always still, there's still much of a learning curve there. Sure. Yeah. But we fixed it out. Yeah. And it's just like, I love wow. it. But yeah, like 25 people are coming from California. And then that just started the, the hard work and everything yeah. kind of thing starting to click yeah. in there. And yeah, I'm doing pretty well. We're like halfway through the month. It's like right around the halfway part. And right now they said, yeah, you're, you're number one in San Antonio. You're technically number one in the country company right now. Whoa. What? And then like a, they call it like a closing percentage. I'm like, well, you have like a 50% closing ratio. I'm like, okay. Okay. But that can change at any point in time. There's tons and tons of talented people. That's fantastic. On our team. But well, yeah. of course you're all stars, right? But oh, yeah. man, but you've become an all star. You were almost put on waivers. You were almost cut. You were almost gone. Oh, absolutely. And it's, man, you and God came through. Absolutely. I'm like the oldest rookie in the game. I'm like 47. It's like, you haven't thrown. How old are you? I'm 47. Oh my gosh. And it's like, you have You've been out of the game for 20 years. I'm like, some of these guys. 47. I'm not 47. Man. I'm old. You know, the black no. don't crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy, man. So, yeah, it's like this guy. Like, I think I told him, like, I was out of the game 10 years. Like, now it's really like 20. Let me recalculate yeah. a little bit. So, all right. Here's the deal for yeah. radio. We're going to yep. stay with Facebook a little bit longer in the podcast, Look but I've got about two and a half minutes sure. that I want our radio listeners, yes. KSLR. We love you. Yes. Somebody out there, uh, you need to know Brian Marley. Yes. and Freedom Solar Power, I'm telling you right now. I'm going to tell you who are listening, steve at verybold.com. I will get you directly in contact with Brian Marley, steve at verybold.com. We got a website and everything's going up on Facebook and that they're building out for Brian. But you got two minutes. Tell my faithful listeners, um, I mean, you know, why they need to talk to you. Yeah, pretty much there's a lot of different things going on within the grid within Texas. There's we're on our own. We got to kind of take prepared. If you have the ability, the best solution really out there is getting a microgrid, getting solar with battery backup. All right. 
Yeah, go ahead. I mean, the grid the grid came out into the light that there's a big problem, yeah. a big challenge in Texas. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, go on. Go yeah, on. like an, it, it, the first crack in the thing was like in August of the two, in August 2019, but snowpocalypse kicked the door wide open. Yeah. Over a okay. hundred people died during that thing. So the best thing you could do as a family to take care of yourself, if you have the means and the ability, is to get a microgrid. What that means is getting a solar with a battery backup okay. because what you're doing is taking pressure off the grid. For people who can't have the ability, maybe rent, whatever their situation is yeah. – you're pulling off pressure off the thing because then you're just basically producing your own power from the solar, fills up the battery, and you're using that at night. You're taking pressure off yeah. the grid. I mean, if you want to do solar, certain places, uh, certain utility companies, it just makes sense just to – they don't allow you to use the battery. So you could just use solar just to save your money. Things are going up. Food's going up. It's critical for right. families. I mean, everybody's at the breaking point with gas, wood, whatever. This is a way to – you're going to be paying this money anyways. They call it anyways money because – you're kind of going, oh, I'm going to pay money to the le- – you have to have electricity. Everybody yeah, does. Right. But what the real benefit is, is like you can go from like a fixed rate – everybody wants a fixed rate mortgage. Why don't you go with a fixed rate utility? Okay. And that's really what solar is. You're kind of okay. owning it as long as you're in the home for a period of time. It makes sense all day long. I'll work with you. If God blesses me enough, I'll make sure my team works with you because I'm only one man. I can only do so much. But literally, God came me down here to yeah. save Texas. And that's my goal. Man, I'm that's, to, that's no pressure. It was like no, no pressure, pressure at all. I was like, I'm save gonna, Texas. Texas. It's like ERCOT won't do it. Brian Marley from Freedom Solar will put it on his back and make exactly. it happen. And that's all right. why I'm here. Man, just tell us anything else extra on the podcast or on Facebook. This is bonus content yeah, for our Facebook fun. people. Sure. So um, anything else you just want to tell us about uh, Freedom Solar Power or what you can do for them? I know I gave you a two-minute pitch yeah, and yeah. made it happen. Yeah, I made it happen. So <laughs> anything else you want to tell them? No, it's just I've worked with a lot of different families. And I love yeah. the fact of see, meeting families and going into their homes. It's yeah. so like so many different scenarios from I got millionaire class, the little old ladies. I love them all. Yeah. And it's just yeah. everybody needs power. And uh, but a lot of the biggest thing is, is they don't they always ask me, I'm like, well, does solar work? When If you just have solar, if the power goes out, does it work? I'm like, no, because it can't backfeed to the grid because it's a code violation. That's why you need a battery. Okay. One battery will make your solar work. It will cover critical loads. Okay. So your refrigerator, your AC, your lights, your internet, your security, those are the kind of thing. Everybody's worried about the food. No, Food's expensive. Right. Especially if you're eating like you. You're getting that whole foods and getting the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's really into organic food. And she was the same thing. I'm like, okay, so we're getting into battery, having a battery backup solution so you don't lose your food. Yeah. Because that takes pressure off. Right. And most grocery stores during snowpocalypse, a lot of groceries, like all the food went bad. Right. Because they don't have generators, some of that. So I'm like, then it becomes a supply chain issue. Right. So that's just a way – so you can be a blessing for your family, your immediate family, your, your extended family, maybe your, your, your parents that are retiring, whatever it is. If you have the means and ability, work with me. I'll take care of you. Yeah. You talked about also just – if you don't mind, yeah. this is kind of personal. Yeah, but yeah. Go just, for it. Just realizing that in your own family situation uh, or other family situations of just health-wise, how it could be critical just to have that power. Absol- absolutely. I had uh, my first client, uh, he had a CPAP machine. And it's just like, okay, what are you going to – he's like scared of like what happens when the power goes out there. People yeah. have – or a diabetic and insulin. Uh, my son has uh, epilepsy and we're like building out a system for him. So I'm like, okay, we're going to keep it cool, buddy. Yeah. So actually really important on like critical comp- – I mean if you're in a wheelchair, electric wheelchair, you need to have power to run that thing. Right. But really, really important, like the diabetics. Yeah. I mean, one little solution right there could take care of that. Right. I mean, exactly. from food, that, but medicine, critical components. I had a lot of people with CPAP machines. 
breathing is important. Yeah. If you lose the power like that, that's important. Right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Anything else you want to add? I mean, this no, is I'm, – No, I'm really happy good. to just – I'm really happy to what we're going to do. I mean, Freedom Solar was able to go and I said, hey, I made a request. I'm like, I need uh, Freedom Solar Power backslash Brian Marley will be my landing page. We're going to work with that. Right. You just type in the notes like how you heard of us from very bold. We'll make yeah, sure. Yeah, make that. sure. Yeah. yeah, we're going to do that. We're, they're still kind of tweaking it out. I don't – it's a little bit there. We're going to do some tweaks there, but we're definitely doing that. We're going to do some stuff with the peanut butter bowl. We're, I'm not going. We're going to be married, buddy. We're not going anywhere. We're going to be. I'm going to be your long time. I'm going to be the first and long term sponsor, and we're going to take care of you guys. Oh, man. And if, if, if other um, other nonprofits want to reach out to me, boom, I'm here to bless the whole city. I love it. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, you know that reminds me of just. In fact, I've got on my sheet here. Just be a blessing. Yeah. Uh, that's how I used to sign off Beacon Radio for a long time. Just be a blessing. That's what my mom always taught me. And uh, I'm excited just uh, that that's, that's your outlook. That's your heart too, yeah, Brian, absolutely. just to be a blessing. And so, yeah, I, I can't wait to see who uh, the first people are that hear this on KSLR or on the podcast or on Facebook and uh, get a hold of Brian Marley and make sure you tell them you heard about him from Steve Teal and Very Bold. And uh, it's just going to be really good. So I'm, I, I already prayed a blessing over Brian and all that he's doing, the great job and the way God is opening doors for him. And maybe God wants to help you through uh, Freedom Solar Power and Brian Marley. Uh, maybe something else today. You know, I prayed for Brian. I just want to pray for you real quickly yeah, because sure. I don't know what God um, is doing in your life and what he wants to speak to you. But I have a passion that you hear God's voice. And so I just want to pray for you who are watching or listening to the podcast. So if you just take a minute, we'll finish with prayer. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for who you are. We are your children. You gave us the right to become children of God because we believe, because we received. And God, in our hearts, you poured out just the living water just bursting forth like streams inside of our soul. And just Holy Spirit, I just thank you that you are there and active. You are not passive. You are the third person of the Trinity. You are God and you are in us. And so, Holy Spirit, we just invite you now. Just to speak to our hearts, somebody needs to hear that they are a child of God. Somebody needs to hear that you are with them, that you will never abandon them. Someone needs to hear just the promise of what you have for them. And so, Lord God, I pray that you would speak to their hearts and make it real and powerful through your Holy Spirit. Someone needs a fresh vision. Someone needs, just like Brian did in Arizona, just to feel this compelling voice saying, okay, here we go. It's time for a change. Maybe for you today, it's time for a change. Maybe you felt like you have been stagnant. And God's in the business of taking something stagnant and bringing life to it and bringing movement, but not just movement for movement's sake, but movement in the direction of what God wants to accomplish through you and who you are and through your personality and your talents and your gifts. When Jesus gave you the Holy Spirit, when you believed, the Holy Spirit brought gifts into your life, and he wants to use that. He wants to use that for his kingdom, and as he uses that, he's not using you, he's using that for for the kingdom. And as you realize that he's utilizing you, that he's called you for a purpose that I cannot do, that Brian cannot do, that the marksman cannot do, that only you can do the combination of who God has made you to be. When you realize that, you realize this is why I'm here 
to love people, to bless people, whatever it is that God is putting on your heart now, compelling you and calling you to do, Holy Spirit, make it alive, bring it forth, and bring glory to your name, each and every one of us. Each and every one of us have our purpose in Jesus Christ, and that's no different for you who are watching or listening to this podcast. So I pray a blessing over you in Jesus' name. And I want to remind you, I, I love Brian's story. I, I really just thank you thank so you. much for thank sharing and, and opening up with us. Yeah. I mean, you're just so transparent about some of the ups and downs. Man, you shared some stuff you with put, us. You put some stuff I'd never break out. You, 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 you put that on me, though. Exactly. You shared that stuff, Brian. I, I, I was like, you're naked in the corner. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> no, that was really beautiful. Yeah. And uh, we appreciate you being vulnerable with us. So thank you so much. And that that's a part of, you know, you just being transparent and yeah. honest. That's a part of your integrity yes. is that yes. you're just transparent. And when if if I was uh, going to do freedom or do solar power, I want somebody who's honest, somebody well, that I can trust. We're going to take care of. Don't worry about <laughs> all that. <laughs> I love it. All right, I love it. So I just want to remind you today, really, I want you to just connect with that hope of Jesus Christ. And then off of that, we get to be very bold. So I'll sign off one more time with that, 2 Corinthians 3.12, and remind you again, steve at verybold.com. Reach out to me. You want to know this guy, right? I want to know this guy more, Brian Marley. Uh, and I want you to know Jesus more. So reach out to me, steve at verybold.com. This is what the Apostle Paul wrote. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal. Bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. Steve at VeryBold.com